<sighs> right. All right. Well, ready to go, T? Dying like for the win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, listen. Welcome to a very special. I'll try to pretend like we're not recording this directly after our previous episode. Yeah, no, it's a new day, man. How it's, you doing? Every day is a new. Every, doing, every day is a new day. I'm good. How you feeling today? I'm, I'm doing very well. You're over your yeah. sickness. I'm over my sickness. Everything's great. Yep. Um, I've I've traveled to the future. I'm back from Portugal now. Beautiful. <laughs> I'll say it was go, amazing. Actually. What's that? When do you go? I go uh, this thirteenth. No, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, wait. Soon. Next week. It's soon. It's seventeenth. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our flight is on Wednesday. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked, man. I mean, it's like there's, fuck, it's been it's been rough being sick right before this because I've my productivity level has been very low the past like three days. Mm. Um, so I got a lot of work to wrap up. Um, gonna do that and just you know make sure that I'm like Jesus. I wish I had I fucking carved out more time for like trying to learn some Portuguese words. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, ah, with Google Translate, come on, you can say it in and then it just says it right. Well, if you got internet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But you can probably buy cheap data over there for fucking probably. nothing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And I at least have um, the Apple Translate app actually lets you, I think it can do, it can hear a voice and spit out words. With it. it's not the it's not super great, but it can do it without internet. Right, so right, right. I'll have something. Yeah. And like even the Google Translate app without internet, I can at least like type in something and then hit translate. Oh. So like if I if I just write something down, it'd be like you know, here's this in Portuguese, mm-hmm. or try to say it in Portuguese. Maybe they'll understand what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll get by, but oh, uh, sure. I wish I'd carved out a little bit more time for it. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But um, I mean, to be fair, like you've gone to places before without speaking the language, right? Yeah, <laughs> I still think it's going to be amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be different, which is going to be really nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a it's a big vacation on like a. I mean, we're you know we're on we're mostly on the coast. Like we're going to a the small place called Villa Villa no Villa Milfantes or something. I I can't even remember. I'd have to check. You know, yeah. but it's like a relatively small. We think it's like I mean we can't know too much from the outside, but we think it's touristy for Portugal and not for the West. Mm. You know, which is great. Like that's that's the better way to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be a little bit quieter and like just kind of calm, right? And it's mm-hmm. like kind of it's on the coast. It looks really pretty. It's not that big a town. Like it looks pretty exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Body language is so much more important than we think. You know, totally. <laughs> you totally. Learn two words and you'll be good. You for know? sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so welcome to a special episode of New Talk Radio. Sixty nine. <clears throat> <laughs> no, it's not episode six. No, no, no. It's, it's a fireside. Be, is it? I think it's going to be a fireside chat. Fireside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we got to we got to call this a fireside chat. So this is our our Dead Island versus Dying Late episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know to begin, uh, I suppose this came from basically like since I was so into Dead Island two, I was like, why don't we just do a breakdown of the two games? I mean, I haven't played Dying Late two, unfortunately, but between the two of us, we have a very broad range of. I mean, yeah. Why, why don't you take a second and like like tell us. You know, what's your experience with both franchises? Well, I played the shit out of Dead Island, the first one. Mm-hmm. It was the first game that I ever... I'm pretty sure it was the first game I ever got into crafting it. Okay. I think it was just a mechanic in games that I thought, like, forget it, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I just want to, like, you know, shoot some bad guys and call it a day. And uh, this was the first game where looting and crafting was, like, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the shit out of it. Uh, I played... I have no idea how many hours, but it was a lot. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. So, <laughs> really dug it. Um, played a little bit of Dying Light, a very little bit, and then played a ridiculous amount of Dying Light 2. Mm. 
uh, fairly recently. I think probably, yep. I think it was around 450 hours. Really? Something insane. That is a fucking it lot, was, man. It was the longest. It, when Remember when the PlayStation was showing whatever? Like mm-hmm. when you could check how long you played. The end of your summary? Yeah. That was my highest played game. That's really funny, man. And I was Even like, over Elden Ring? Oh, yeah. Holy I shit. I think it was on different accounts, honestly. Oh, that makes sense. And I was yeah. really surprised because, uh, oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It might have been second to Elden Ring. And oh, I was, I think it was, I was surprised. I was surprised as hell that it wasn't uh, Red Dead. But then I realized that I played Red Dead on my other account. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, so I have no idea how much Red Dead I've played. That makes sense. But yeah, I believe it was my second most played game. And Elden Ring probably was first. Anyways, I played a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was only three. 40 or something but it was a lot I remember being gobsmacked when I saw it and you were there on launch day right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I, yeah I bought it off the bat um, so I really liked it mm. um, and I really liked Dead Island 1 but yeah I didn't uh, play Dead Island 2 I did play the hell out of Dying Light 2 <laughs> and you? Uh, yeah I mean so for me it's kind of the same as you in terms of I also was totally I mean, I was playing Dead Island 1 on... Was it... I mean, it probably wasn't on launch day because I want to say it maybe came out on PC first or, like, maybe I didn't even have the right console at the time. I can't remember, but... Because all I remember is that, like, I was working at at the Indigo Cafe at that point in time. This is a long time ago. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I was working at Indigo Cafe with my buddy Fred, who I now play... Fred listens to the podcast, and I now play Cyberpunk Red with, which has been... We've had a really cool trajectory of our friendship where, like, there's a giant fucking hole in the middle of, like, 10 years where we, like, no one talked to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we met up, like, really later. In, like, I re-met him after working at, uh, at, at uh, Indigo together at the c- comic book shop because I think he invited me. He was like, oh, yeah, we play D&D at Crossover Comics. So, like, come check it out sometime if you want. And, like, that kind of, like, rekindled our friendship. And, like, now we play Cyberpunk together, right? And, like... Nice. So, but, yeah, I remember at the time... Because I remember him talking about the game at the time. And the other people... There was a buzz at the cafe amongst the video game people when that game came out. A big, big buzz for Dead Island. No doubt. And I don't think that I... Because I think they were playing it before I was. But I pretty rapidly got it on whatever console it was. I guess Xbox 360, maybe? I did PS3. Like, PS3, Xbox... Like, that was the generation, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that was when I had an Xbox 360. So I got it on that. And when I got it on Xbox 360, yeah, I went completely nuts on it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I played that game start to finish until I was done, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know? I mean, I guess I, you know, I only did it on one character or whatever. Oh, whoa, whoa, but you like... only did one character? <laughs> I think whoa, I... so you barely scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I dabbled with like a second character at the time, but I, I didn't really go as... I only went hog wild with one, right? Who do you voodoo? No, I, uh, yeah, he was your, was Sam, Sam B was your... My first. That's awesome. You know, I played as, man, who did I play as first? I think I tried the baseball player guy. I can't remember what his name was. Like, for a little bit, he was doing throwing weapons was a specialty. I found it horrible pretty mm. fast. And then I switched rapidly to the potty mouth. I guess they're all really potty mouth. Yeah. But, man, in, particularly in Dead Island 1, they were like... I don't even, you know, now that I'm talking, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not even sure, do they cuss? Like, if they cuss in Dead Island 2, it is not nearly on the level of Dead Island 1. Hmm. And, I, and it's like, it's it's such a stark contrast, I feel like, that I'm not even sure if they do cuss now. Hmm. I think they do, but it's like, in Dead Island 1, it's like, there would be random, call, like, your character would just randomly swear. <laughs> like, as you were fighting zombies, and it would be really, I remember, like, being kind of, like, a little taken aback by, like, the level of, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a weird one. Anyways, but yeah, I replayed as the chick, 
with the two guns. The gun? Yeah, yeah, she was really really cool. Um, and I they, that was my favorite. Uh, as soon as I tried her, I was like, okay, no, this is totally because I liked guns, mm-hmm. and like she was the only one that like leaned into guns with skills. I yeah. think. Yeah, totally. You know, so yeah, her special was she pulled out a gun and just unloaded. Right? Yeah, two dual pistols, I think. And it, yeah, and it auto targets, you know, I very think. possible, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, so anyways, so yeah, I went completely all the way through Dead Island 1, just like you. And we we really have the identical experience in reverse. Then I played a fair bit of Dying Light 1. I probably logged about, I don't know, 40 hours, maybe? Okay. I played it for like probably 10, 20 hours at first. And then at one point, I got back into it at some point in time. And like, I, I logged a really quick 20 hours. Where like, I got really, really, really into it. I'm so tempted to say, to say ball, balls deep now. Mm-hmm. I got really, really into it for a brief period of time and then was like, all right, that's enough. I, I think I'm done with this. So I played Dying Light 1 a fair bit. I liked it. I thought it was quite good. Um, it didn't hold my attention after a certain point in time, but I just... It wasn't... Like, I don't I, didn't, I don't feel like it was like a knock against the game. It just, you know, I, I had had enough of the, of yeah. the systems. Yeah, yeah, you know? fair enough. And then, yeah, Dying Light 2 I skipped and then Dead Island 2 I've played fully now. Right. Right. So between the two of us we have an equal experience with both franchises. Pretty much. Yeah. Including a significant overlap with Dead Island 1, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and a significant overlap with Dead Island Dying Light 1 too, I guess. Did you ever play Riptide? No, I didn't. It wasn't very good. That's exactly what I heard, <laughs> which is why I didn't play it. Yeah. I played it but I I don't uh it wasn't particularly memorable. It was kind of like Yeah. Meh. I mean, I just wanted more Dead Island and Yeah. Got it, but it had lost its charm. You know, in a way, Dead Island 1 isn't particularly memorable, aside from the fact that it's... It was a first. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right? Like, like yeah, It's the totally. only Dead Island. <laughs> well, we tried it again, right? We, we found out it was co-op. Yeah. We were like, oh, well, we'll download it again, and well, we can play some co-op. And it was a little dated. We did actually try, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. barely remember that. Yeah, no, we, we tried it for a, about seven minutes. <laughs> and you're like, yo, I don't think I can do it, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like our Resident Evil 5 experience. Yeah. Recently. And we're like, yo, let's do it. Let's download it. And like, ooh, ooh. These, yeah. Mm, this yeah. feels sluggish. It feels weird. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. And um, I don't think I want to play this, you know. Well, I mean, launching into the discussion proper, it's like that's a perfect way to start because that's one of the best things about Dead Island 2, in my opinion, is that it really is. It's just a perfect modern sequel. Of Dead yeah, it's like it's exactly what I was wanting from when we tried it together in co-op and weren't satisfied. Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing, different setting, different characters, brought up to modern standards. You know, like slightly better gameplay, kind of like slightly better everything, but it all looks polished now and yeah. like you and know, like it was made in twenty twenty two. Exactly, exactly. Um, which I mean is kind of like, and again, I mean, I know I've said this before, but I, I really think is. I, I sort of like hats off to Dan Buster Studios because it really is kind of impressive. It's like Dead Island 2 is sort of like, it's not a masterpiece game, but it is a better version of every, like it's an improvement of every aspect of Dead Island 1. Right. In the same way that Dead Island 1 was trying to do, just like a little bit better or a little bit cooler in almost every area. And I was thinking a lot about the skill-up review of the game, or, or breakdown, rather, when I was thinking about, you know, what, what we wanted to say here today. Um, and I really I, I, I really agree with him a lot in terms of one of the things he keeps repeating about the game is he's just like, it's hard to understand how a game is, how, how you may not, like, you, you don't call a game a masterpiece, but it's very, very competent mm-hmm. in all its aspects. It's kind of like a solid seven all the way through. I'd go higher even, but whatever. I probably would. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I never played it, but what I mean is, like, if it's just under a masterpiece, to me, it's not a seven. You know? Okay. No, it's it's not just under. It is. 
in it's like if you look at it from one light, dying light, it's it's really average, but that's not a bad thing because it's it's like very competent at all the things it's trying to do. Right, right. It's so it's almost like the be, the be, the best baseline for a triple A game in like every category. You okay. know what I mean? And one thing Skillup keeps repeating in his review is the fact that it's hard to appreciate it for what it is, but one of the best things about about Dead Island Two is that it is not annoying in any of its aspects. That's amazing. It is amazing, you know, and it's kind of like you really realize as you play through it that like, yeah, there really is. There's no gameplay system that's obnoxious enough to sort of like get you annoyed with anything. Yeah, that. yeah, that's huge. It's huge, man. It's like, and it, you know, and it's tough to. It's 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 hard to talk about a game that's not a masterpiece and it's not amazing and not incredible. It's just, just sort of like very competently good at all the things it's yeah. trying to do. Well, a perfect sequel to a phenomenal game. Right? Exactly, it was exactly. Mind blowing at the time. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. been done now. So to get an equal, yeah, to, for it to be as mind boggling as the first one mm-hmm. or as impressive is next to impossible, right? Without reinventing the wheel. Yeah, no, um, totally. I mean, you're totally right. Yeah, you're not going to get that same like, you know, oomph. You know, the same yeah. power from it. But, yeah. That doesn't mean that it's not done incredibly well. For sure, for sure. And, like, I was so impressed that Dan Buster Studios was able to do this because of the torture development cycle. Well, and they weren't the ones that made the original, right? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. But, like, you know, the fact that they accurately understood every aspect of the game... Not at all. Um, The fact that they accurately understood every aspect aspect of the game that made it... That gave it its unique DNA that we loved the first time and were able to iterate on that DNA and create something just, like, a little bit different, a little bit new... In really all areas, it's kind of it's just so impressive. It is, it and, is. And like when I started playing the game, I was fucking delighted to discover just just a sequel to all the st- really just the same stuff I found good about Dead Island One in a different package. Fair enough. You know? And I'm, I mean that was it's kind of like it's it's some it, it could be a difficult game to recommend, but at the same time, you know, I was so satisfied with my with Your my. Experience. Yeah, with my experience that, like, I really don't have much negative to say about it. All I've really heard about it is it's amazing for some stupid fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's That's exactly totally what it looks like. And it's yeah. just, it does what it wants to do incredibly well. Yeah. And it's not, you know, overly ambitious or pretentious or no. whatever, pretending that it's going to be, you know earth shattering that's um, a really good word not pretentious mm-hmm. it is 100% not pretentious right yeah, and that's huge man like, well it's a big deal um, yeah I mean it knows exactly what it is and it doesn't try anything that it's not that it shouldn't try right, you know right. like it's uh, yeah there's no flying mechanic or something stupid no you know? you're not gonna try no. parkour because that's done yeah right yeah. so yeah. no Let's stick with what you know stick with what worked mm-hmm. and what you know how to do and do it or what was done well I for sure say. for sure well, I mean, I've talked a little bit about how Dead Island 2, how I feel about it compared to Dead Island 1. I mean, how do you feel about, you know, Dying Light 2 in terms of, like, against Dying Light 1? Okay, so the first thing i got to say, um, Dying Light 1 had some atrocious voice acting. True. Right? Which was actually irritating. For me, it was the worst thing about the game. Well, it actually yeah. rubbed, like, it kind of ground away at you. Yeah. You know, to the point where yeah, it was like, well, this did. is, like, irritating now, and... Yeah. I don't really want to talk to this person and finish the mission because yeah. I don't want to hear them talk. Yeah. Um, or I don't want to hear myself talk or mm-hmm. whatever. I you don't want to hear either of them talk I to I didn't want other. to hear talking, period. <laughs> you know, like, come on, just en- enough, guys. Yeah. Um, I found that they really handled that well in the second one. Or they really, really? stepped it up 
Quite interesting. A bit. Well, uh, what was her name? Uh, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Famous girl from Clerks Two. Oh, uh, Dawson. Rosario Dawson? Yeah, yeah. So she's a main character. Okay. Um, She plays, like, she's you? Or she's just one of the main... she's a main character that you interact with. And I feel like there's probably some other actors. And if not known actors, they are actors. Known VO actors, kind of thing. Yeah, like, they're... It was decent. Like, Mm. the the dialogue, like, everything about it didn't... It didn't grind me down the same way that the first one did. Right. Right? It was like, okay, you took a... You went in the right direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved the uh, the parkour in Dying Light. For sure. I really loved the parkour in Dying Light too. Um, the grappling hook, the parachute. There was a grappling hook in the first one. I never got it, but um, I seem to remember oh, seeing yeah, some that videos was like a, about at it. At a part of the skill tree, right? Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, like a later part of the skill tree. I, I don't never, think I got it either. I never got to it, but whatever. I heard about it, and uh, okay. Dude, what a phenomenal mechanic! Really, dude. Um, so it's not, interesting. It's not a. Pro, it's not primarily a weapon. It's a grappling hook. He's swinging and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But you can fucking grapple a zombie, pull it to you, it falls over, and then you stomp its fucking head. Scorpion style. Dude, <laughs> get over awesome. here! It was phenomenal. <laughs> um, so there was just there were so many really cool things that I found quite different from the first. And again, the uh, hmm. the grappling hook was in the first one. It didn't seem as integral. It was mandatory in this one. Right. Like, you absolutely needed it to complete certain things. Yeah, it was more kind of like a, a bonus in the first one. I feel whereas like it's part of the actual gameplay design. Absolutely. And there's a parachute, which is exactly the same. Like, right. necessary at certain points. And it's not like you could just parachute forever or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to it. Um, but really good innovation on changing it up a bit, but not changing it so much that it loses the feel of the first one mm. um and the other thing i thought was one of the coolest was the faction system right. so throughout like there's a bunch of people that you meet a bunch of different stories different missions you have to make decisions as to you know who you help who you don't whatever you do and that that will inevitably screw you over with other factions because they're warring Right. So, like, there was this whole... And, and different perks for being in different factions. Oh, that's pretty cool. Right? Like, character perks? Yeah, uh, like, game perks. Like, so if you take... Uh, oh, I can't even remember the name of them right now. The sort of fascist cops, uh, the ex-cops or whatever. They're they're kind of... I don't know. They're, they're kind of assholes, but whatever. I mean, um, <laughs> if you chose them, it was the only way for you to get this crossbow. That was, oh, cool. like, overpowered as fuck amazing shot three shots at a time it was crazy it was like a mini machine gun um stupid powerful phenomenal there's another faction if you take it unlocks uh and that wasn't the only thing like uh the crossbow was one thing the other were like traps all over the place all over the world so it's like you could activate these traps Uh, that were otherwise not not you couldn't use them interesting Another faction was it, more about traversal and stuff. So, like, zip lines all over the place. Oh, cool. Uh, sort of, like, inflatable bags that you can, like, tackle off roofs and land safely. Trampolines in places. Extra vents so you can parachute up into the air. Like, all kinds of... Just, it made traversal that much easier. Huh. The third faction, I honestly don't know what they had because I never did it. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, fair. Yeah, I just... I really wanted the crossbow... Uh, <laughs> I can understand why. <laughs> and the second time, I can't remember. 
Well, actually, yeah, no, sorry. Two of the times I played, it was one on my game and one with a buddy, so it was co-op. So we would do the same... We would do it on his game, then we right. would do it on my game. But, you know, if you choose that faction, you're that faction. Right. right. So I got two of them, but um, but I didn't do the third one, which I think the third one is sort of like the bandits, okay. Mad Max style. Okay. Um, the bad guys, but they're not really right. the bad guys. They're all fucking bad guys. Yeah. You know? Um, but it all, so there were areas in like, uh, you know, old, uh, water filtration plants and stuff. And when you, you, you have to do like little puzzle things, like find power cords and like, you know, turn the power back on, clear it, those zombies mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you decide what faction to give it to. Okay. So the map actually gets given to different factions, right? And okay. they're warring. So they <laughs> kill each other. Um, but you decide who gets what. And your decisions impact the fucking whole game. Um, wow. So at a certain point in the game, if you've chosen one faction, you know, the, I don't know, uh, a dam breaks and all of the previously flooded waterways and stuff get emptied. And now you can run around them. Oh, wow. Uh, that's really cool. Dude, it had some phenomenal stuff in it. Honestly, Man, that's really interesting. It really yeah. blew my mind. And I got to say, I just like, I just loved it. Uh, I really, really, really got into it. Plus the fact that the uh, one thing about it though was the what were they called the super infected the crazy ones at night night what jeez if you say it I'll remember uh, yeah because there was different tiers of it um, but the ones in the first dying light where they basically chase you down and they'll one shot you yeah right and the yeah they're like I mean they're, we can't remember but they're super infected that spawn at night and uber tough that only exist at night yeah. And are basically a death sentence, you find them. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so that was a little different. Like, there were those sort of things at night. There were, but they weren't as terrifying as in the first one. Okay. And you found them mostly in buildings. Okay. So there were areas that had them, and um, and they would fuck you up. But that's where the UV flashlight came in, right? Because that stuns them. In the them. first one or in both? In the two? second one. Okay, I think gotcha. it did in the yeah. first one, too. It did, yeah. yeah. But it was just like... It didn't work that well in the first one. Maybe it, worked, it works better. It in the works one. really well in the second one. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, dude, like, you use that flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But anyways, it just—I uh, feel like it was actually a masterpiece. Um, well, and my main complaints with it again were the multiplayer and some of the bugginess, right? Which I did complain about at length uh, when I when on this show. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. But that that shouldn't take away from, like, again, I I couldn't say that it did that in single player. And out of all the stuff that it just it did phenomenally, I I feel like it outweighs it big time. Well, I mean, when it comes to like bugs and jankiness, like I feel like what's really important is like because you know, especially nowadays, right? It's like we expect that it's become a thing of our industry that like most things are going to have bugs, they're going to have jankiness, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a thing that we just mostly have to live with, right? Yeah. For sure. So to me, what's really important is like. As long as it's just an equation of, like, the fun you're having with the game and the fun you're having with the sandbox outweigh the distractions of the bugs and jankiness, then you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, of course, obviously, it's better to have... I gotta, I mean, I gotta be honest, to, like, talk about Dying, uh, Dead Island for a second, it's, it's actually really impressive how polished the game is. Like, they're pretty much... I mean, as far as I can tell, there was not a single bug I encountered the entire time playing Dead Island. That's pretty impressive. It was always a stable... And it was really impressive. It was always a stable frame rate. There's no bugs. There's no jankiness. I can't see myself in, in mirrors. 
I also don't know if that's intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they may have just been like, no, we're not going to put that in. Maybe you're you know a vampire. I mean, I mean, I, it's like, <laughs> I guess maybe that's the only bug. I also couldn't care less. No, you know what I mean? No, it's no, like no. the amount of times you look in a mirror in the game, it's like one in every ten hours of gameplay, maybe. That's I don't know. not what I'm referring to when I say bug. Uh, no, for sure, for what, sure. What I was referring to was more like, um, you know, you spawn in and the ground isn't there. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, so it's like... I heard about, I heard about the bugs. Anywhere that, that has a shadow, there's no ground. Yeah. Or anywhere that isn't shadowed, there's no ground. Right. And you'll just fall permafall um and it was like okay this is fucking annoying yeah and the yeah, other that's, problem that's that i encountered a few times was we get to an area and there's supposed to be an open door and the door's just not open and it's like dude i don't know there must have been i want to say four or five times where i spent probably 20 to 25 minutes searching around in like these <laughs> i'm like there is nowhere to go i'm like yeah. this bathroom i've been to every i've looked in everything because I think it happened once where I, or maybe twice, where I had to look up a video and I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. I got, <laughs> there's a vent there? Like, what the fuck? But for the most part, it was like, I, I'd spent quite a bit of time and then checked a video and I was like, wait a minute, that door's supposed to be fucking open. Mm. You know? So it's like, all right, got to redo this section. And yeah. like, that could be a bit annoying. Yeah. But beside that, the, the combat, <clears throat> the whatever, there wasn't really that many overwhelming bugs you know i mean to me the fact that you were able to spend that much time with the game and able to have that much fun with the game it's a it's a great indication that like okay i mean the the balance of like, like yes there are bugs and you know they're obviously they are bad but like the the balance of like you know fun you're having with the thing versus the, the, the bugginess yeah you know, it's kind of like it's on the winning side for sure for sure um and i kind of feel like i mean it in in a way and i mean again this is an outsider perspective but I wouldn't. I don't think I would mind personally because it's like the way I feel is sort of like that's the price you pay for a scrappy company that's trying to innovate. Yeah. Because you know? I I still feel like I mean I don't know but I still feel like Techland is a little scrappy in terms of companies. Yeah. Um. Well, for a scrap like oh, man, if if they are scrappy, that is really mind boggling that they put this out. Because this was in yeah. to me, it really was a masterpiece. And I, I kind of feel like it is mind boggling. I did talk a lot of <laughs> shit about it because at the time. I was annoyed, and I did pay, you know, full price for it and whatever. Yeah. I got it at launch, which yeah. is my own fault. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, like, I was overly harsh on it, for sure. Like, there's no question in know. my mind. You know, I really do feel I like don't think you were overly harsh, because you were not hesitating to point out the good points, either. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I still like, do specifically remember talking a lot of shit about it. Well, um, you you were also, you were in the dregs of the bugs yeah. at the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you were suffering those bugs, like, real time <laughs> at when, when you were talking about it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's reasonable to be like, like that That stuff is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not that's not ever going to be not true. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, dead, I mean, die, sorry, it's so hard to get them straight. Yeah, I know. Dying Light 2... I mean, it does so much with its gameplay that it makes it easier to forgive those things. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Because, um, like, Dead Island, for example, you know, does not do that much with its gameplay, right? No. It sticks completely to the... I mean, it did a thing in Dead Island 1. It does the same thing in Dead Island 2 with... I mean, is there even one or two new things? There may be... Yeah, no, I, there is a few new things. I don't remember throwing a but, toaster and electrocuting... <laughs> it's actually a car battery. Yeah, okay, but it does a, it does look like a toaster. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you yeah. do that in no, the first one? No, you could not. Okay, yeah, so no. there's a couple of new things. There's definitely a few new things, and he, well, the character also gets new abilities too. Um, and like, there's new things you can do 
on a personal level that are not quite the same as the first right. one. Right. But it mostly sticks to the same formula it did in the first one. And Dead Island is not a game about gameplay innovation. Right, whereas right. Dying Light, to me, really is. It seems right? like that, yeah. Well, I mean, and that's just it. It's like, you know, that, to, I mean, to me, that comes with the territory of bugs a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to experiment with gameplay heavily like that, it's like, if you're not a company like Nintendo with Breath of the Wild, because, ironically, Nintendo Breath of the Wild does a lot of the things that Dead, the Dying Light 2 does, it really elevates the... It completely brought Zelda to a new world in terms of, like, exploration and, like, how you can approach the sandbox, which is kind of what Dying Light is doing, too, in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not a company with the ability to polish like Nintendo, then it makes sense that if you're going to make experimentation like this, that it's going to come with, like, a lot of necessary bugs and jankiness. Yep. No. And, I mean, it, it's like... I mean, I don't know... Have you played the game recently? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I don't know how it's come along, right? I like, would imagine... Maybe they've ironed out a lot I, of that stuff. I can't imagine the bugs are still there. I mean, <laughs> Techland is Techland, and I think they're always going to be Techland. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, like, I did... I mean, I did a little bit of research on... You know, they just had the... So, two days before Dead Island 2 came out, they released their uh, gut feeling update, I want to say. Mm. Um, which seems like an obvious direct response to Dead Island 2's existence. And in the, in the gut feeling update, they announced that, like, they're, you know, they're adding all new sort of, like, uh, I think dismemberment physics to the game. I feel like there already was <clears throat> dismemberment, but it might not yeah, have been as... W- uh, intentional. <laughs> the, the dismemberment wasn't as robust as it was. Yeah, it? exactly, exactly. <laughs> Not as fleshed out, if you and will. I could be wrong, no pun intended. But I, but I feel like I do remember lopping off some shit's arms and legs. And oh, stuff. for sure, for sure. But I mean, I think they just—I don't know—they—they—they they, they tweaked with like the. I fe- I mean I can't remember what like what the update was advertising versus what in reality happened because I listened to somebody break it down in reality too. But this this guy that was playing it was saying that like pretty much what they did was they added a lot of like more ragdoll physics mm-hmm. and more like um ability to kind of toss zombies around okay. that wasn't there before um like there's also like because because you could you grapple in dying light 2 before could you grapple zombies and throw them oh yeah um i think they changed the grappling and throwing so that it feels like way more sort of like kinetic and like physically satisfying now it felt really good well supposedly it feels better Wow. Which I'm, maybe is hard to believe, but yeah. like, yeah. yeah, that's what this like. I, I was watching like a YouTuber break it down, and like, he seemed to be really impressed by like the new grappling mechanics, hmm. and like also just like the way that you can. Oh, like, by grappling, you don't mean grappling hook. You mean actually grappling. Oh no, I mean literally. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, holding yeah. No, zombies no, 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 and then tossing sorry, them sorry. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that yeah, I don't, I don't remember it all too well. I do remember it being okay, but like, you don't want to get grabbed, you know? Like it's. It, I don't know. You fucked up if you got grabbed. Well, he was saying in this one that now if you grab a zombie and toss them, it's amazing. Like, you can toss them into other zombies. You can knock them around. You know, it can really sort of, like... It kind of, like, changes the pacing of battles Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, basically, I mean, he was really impressed with the updates. But at the same time, he said they're also... You you still have to deal with, like, the Techland bugs. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it only works half the time. It only works against one class of zombies. Like, like other classes of zombies, it seems to be kind of, like, totally bugged out on. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there is still, like, lots of, like, clipping issues with certain things. And, like, lots of bugs and jankiness. So it's kind of, like... That's what I mean when I say, like, Techland's always going to be Techland, I think. Mm -hmm. You know? But... They probably will work out these kinks in time, yeah. but by that time they'll make another update which introduces more kinks. It's kind of just like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. way it's, they it's work. It's a never-ending thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like what comes with that is you get a lot more experimentation and a lot more sort of like different, exciting, yeah. like sandbox stuff. You know, 
in terms of like combat and whatnot. Yeah, for so, sure, for sure. Anyways, um, so yeah, well, talking about gameplay, do you remember the start of Dead Island where you yeah. wake up? Right? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and how terrifying it was to run down that fucking hallway. I do. Okay, so are there any parts like that in? The sequel. Man, I really wish you'd asked me this question before. Uh, I gotta think, man. Where like, all you're doing is running for your fucking life. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, not really. Okay. Yeah. So this was a huge thing in Dying Like 2. This happened multiple fucking times. Okay. Where you're just tearing ass. Like, you are running. There is, like, these sounds, these screams, these fucking things from behind you. It's dark. You've got a parkour shit. You're running on pipes. You got to climb stuff, and you're just hearing this shrieking behind you. It was Man. truly terrifying. That's really cool. Um, That's like, really cool. Really neat. But again, not very. It was like a a section in an open world thing. It wasn't yeah open world anymore. This was a trap. It was scripted. Yeah, yeah. totally scripted. Yeah. It was like there was one way to go. You have to keep going. Um, like uh, a set piece moment you can call it you stop you're fucked um yeah, yeah and i just i remember just being so impressed by like because i mean to make a zombie game or movie scary mm-hmm. is not so easy you know like sure. yeah. i mean it's doable but it's not the easiest thing in the world anymore this shit was like god <laughs> damn i i remember being truly scared that's awesome. And just being like, oh, just shook, man. Just like, I was like, God damn it. Like, we yeah. get killed. I'm like, okay, I got to take 10, man. I got to take 10. I, I can't <laughs> man, do this again really right funny. now. I'm, I'm just like, I, I got to take a break. Like, this is, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's, yeah. uh, that's really awesome. I feel like it was only maybe a handful of times, maybe Still. whatever. But I really did feel like it was, it took it from the intro to the original Dead Island. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean... it was, like, true terror, like, really, like, what the fuck? Um, and dark, you can barely see anything. Yeah. You're just, like, you're running for your life. I mean, the intro to Dead Island 1 is really special. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's also extremely short, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, it's yeah, super yeah, brief, yeah. but I'm totally with you. It was, like, a really, really memorable intro, and I like the intro to Dead Island 2, but... It doesn't quite have the same impact as Dead Island 1. They do... It's sort of similar in a way. It's like, you know, you, you crash... Like, your, your plane crashes because it gets, like... You know, suddenly, like, there's, a, like, an infected gets loose on the plane, right? right, right like, the plane goes down. And, like, you're looking for survivors. You're trying to figure out what's going on. It, it's, it is cool, but, like, it's not quite... It doesn't have quite the same level as the, as the intro in Dead Island 1. But ironically, like... And, I mean, in terms of, you know, you're talking about the scare factor of the game. It's like, Dead Island... Uh, actually, you know what... Um, Dead Island 2, okay, it doesn't have it at the beginning, but there is one moment, I mean, well, here, let me just talk, I mean, really briefly, like, because you're talking about set pieces and, like, you know, scripted events. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the cool things about Dead Island 2 is it it actually does have a lot of scripted events. Mm -hmm. It has way more than the first one does. Like, overall, you know? And, um... That's part of and part of what I like about the story and like the narrative of the game is that to me they use cutscenes extremely well and like they're 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 extreme. It's hard to explain, but it's like part of what makes them good is there because there's a a cheese and a tongue in cheekness mm-hmm. to Dallin too that is like part of its sort of like style, you know, yeah. part of its shtick. Um, and almost Evil Deadish. Yeah, yeah, like a level below, but like in the same vein, kind right, of. Right, right. Um, and 
it uses a lot of these moments uh, in, in its in its story, but the, the story moments are always brief enough that it's like never, yeah, sure. It's never really, like they're never long enough to get in the way. Right. Like part of what makes it good is that like, because I think the, the I mean, first of all, the voice acting in Dead Island 2 is, I would say, much better than Dead Island 1. It's not like, um, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a case of like, it's not masterpiece level, but it's very competent. It doesn't annoy you. Right. It's good enough that it never annoys you and never gets in the way. I even would say that I like it personally, but part of what makes it good is that the scenes never last long enough to get annoying, you know? And there's yeah. a lot of them, but they're spread out over, they're really, you know, they're spread out. You know, like it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always like a long time before you get another one. I remember seeing the the cleaning lady or whatever, the maid. Doesn't yeah. she come out and go, she's got the gun and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that and being like, this is pretty cool. Like, I love the scripted sequences of Dead Island 2. I think they're amazing. Yeah. And like, to me, the voice acting for them was like very nice. You it, know, like. It gave me a GTA 5 vibe. Mm. Like in terms of like the dialogue in that game was phenomenal. You know, like a yeah. lot of it just had a real feel to it and this yeah. seemed like it might have maybe not the same feel as gta 5 but its own personality for sure for sure yeah no the characters all have personality and like i liked the characters like i i thought they were all they were all like good and iconic in their own way mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like a really good episode of like low budget walking dead or something i don't <laughs> maybe that's not the best way to describe it. no it's more like fear of the walking dead <laughs> it's more like um gosh what's that the Ramiro remake, Dawn of the Dead, oh, okay. with um, Sarah Polly, is it? Am I thinking of the, is that the right one? Ramiro remake. Wait, or no, is it Uma Thurman? Jesus Christ. What's the, the Dawn of the Dead remake in the mall? Oh, I, yeah, I no, fucking that's not love Uma that movie. That's not Uma Thurman. It's Sarah Polly, is it? Dawn Sarah Polly, I think, sounds more like it. Dead remake. I don't know what else she's from. I yeah, it I is Sarah Polly. Yeah. I definitely recognize her. I fucking love that movie, man. Was it, is she The Handmaid's Tale? No, that's um, no, that's okay. uh, the uh, Peggy from the Mad Men. <laughs> oh, okay, I never saw Mad Men. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Uh, but no, anyways, I dug this one too, man. Uh, I mean, to me, yeah, like Dead Island Two. I never thought about this before, but it feels very, very Dawn of the Dead remake. Okay. And I love Dawn of the Dead remake. Yep. To me, that movie was perfect. Yeah, you know, like, it's that too. it's like a perfect zombie. Yeah, and it, it has the same sort of like. It's a little ridiculous, but, like, the characters are all kind of believable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah they're, they're a bit caricatures of, of themselves, but it's, totally. like, they're believable characters. The mall cop that's over yeah, the top. Yeah, exactly, the, uh, the exactly. Store guy, you know, like, everybody exactly. is just, like, exactly. an exaggerated version. Yeah, and it super works. So, I mean, to me, one of the cool things about this whole Dead Island versus Dying Light thing is, like, even though, you know, like you were saying, like, the vocals are improved in, in, in Dying Light 2, and, like, the voice acting is better, the story is better, like... To me, Dead Island really, it actually is kind of a good story. Okay, yeah. And like, even, and in Dying Light, it may, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like, it sounds like, you know, the, like Skillop is saying, like, none of the elements of Dead Island 2 will annoy you. Like, it sounds like the vocals, or rather the, the voice acting and story in Dying Light 2 will sometimes annoy you. No, 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 no. No? I, I didn't find at all, uh, I didn't find that at all. But I don't feel like it had the personality that you're talking about or that I the see. first one had. Right. It was just, it, it almost, there were some sort of little, you know, lighthearted stupidness, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Some sort of punny shit. Yeah. It was kind of funny and like whatever. But it yeah. didn't seem like it had a, it didn't seem like that was its personality. Right. You know, like it was just kind of, it was in there and it was appreciated and just fine. But I feel like. Dead Island 2 is probably more likely to be 
that to the bone. Yeah. Because like, yeah. the first one was, right? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. I feel like it probably had more personality than Dying Light. But it wasn't as... Well, I don't know. But uh, it doesn't look as different from the first one as Dying Light 2 from Dying Light 1. I would agree with you there. Yeah, no, that, and, that totally makes sense. So, like, I feel like they were kind of trying to... Uh, it's a refining in Dead Island 2. Yeah, but But also, not a totally different thing. But also the time difference, right? As to mm. when Dying Light 1 released and Dying Light 2 released. Yeah, true. They're both PS4. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, this was PS. Oh, wait, uh, no, dying. Uh, Dead Island is PS3. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, no. But wait, dying, sorry. What? Dying Light One was PS4. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, and so Dead Island One was PS3. So we had a whole system generation uh, in between them. Yeah. Way. No, I forgot that there was a, a generation difference. Right. Uh, so like, I don't know. Um, they're not to me, anyways. They're not the same. Um, mm. Like this, if you're releasing on the same gen console you need change yeah right and that makes sense to me it was like well that was ps3 things have to be different things don't have to be different on ps4 they just have to be as good as they were on ps3 Mm. right just as good as they felt which Mm -hmm. you you know you say they they do feel good right totally Um, so i don't know i feel like dying light maybe had a little more of a push to make things different or Mm. add some new shit like the factions and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, again, though, I, I really do think that uh, Dying Light 2 is better than Dead Island 2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I have no idea. I mean, I, I mean, you know. I'm just talking shit, dude. I was actually intending to discuss this later, but I kind of do agree with you. I think that, I mean, if you want to talk about them, like, it's a whole conversation, right? Because it's like they're, they're completely, I mean, they're, they're doing different things. Totally. But if you're going to try and evaluate one critically, I think I would probably agree with you. I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough. It depends what you're trying to do. It's tough because Dead Island 2 is so polished. It's Mm -hmm. really polished. Like, it's really sans bugs. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and it, and none of its aspects are weak. It's just nothing, but also none of the aspects push the boundaries as much as Dying Light 2 does. You know what I mean? Like, because Dying Light 2 pushes the envelope. And Dead Island 2 doesn't want to do that. It just wants to make a really, really faithful successor to a previous... You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't like, feel like they're... The intent is so different. It's you know? like baseball and cricket. You know, it's like, yeah, there's a ball. Kind of. There's yeah. a stick, but Jesus Christ, they're not the same game. Pretty much, pretty much, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, anyways, so let me go back to my list here for a second. I mean, I guess we've sort of talked about gameplay, mm-hmm. right? I mean, will you discuss the gameplay of Dying Lake 2 a fair bit, right? I yeah, mean, a bit, yeah. I guess I don't... I mean, I didn't really say too much about... Like, I guess Dead Island 2, you know, do I have anything useful to say about gameplay? I mean, when it comes to gameplay, like, Dead Island 2, to me, you know, Dead Island is not about necessarily having incredible gameplay. It has serviceable gameplay. Sorry, man, I gotta readjust this a bit. I mean, to come back to gameplay for a second, like, I mean, Dead Island 2... I mean, its gameplay is not that different from the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically the same thing. It's kind of like a pizza pocket. It's basically the same thing with more stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they do have some new options. I mean, I enjoyed the gameplay. To me, Dead Island is a game that's mostly about exploration of a world. Mm-hmm. Exploration of a world and a place. And feeling like you're, I don't know, like a, a sort of like a realistic participant of this zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And like the story and setting really helped reinforce those things for me. And the gameplay is just kind of, like, the thing that connects all these elements, I guess. Yeah. In a way. And it's, like, the gameplay is not mind-blowing, but it is also completely serviceable. It always works. And, like, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Also, you know, it's sort of... 
it, it kind of went f through a transition for me where it's like, I was getting a little bit tired of the melee gameplay, and then about sort of maybe 10 hours into the game, I was exploring a lot. But like maybe 10 hours into the game, you finally go through the quest where you get a gun. Mm -hmm. And like the first, the second I got a gun, it sort of like immediately reopened everything. Yeah, yeah, it rejuvenated and your interest. It totally rejuvenated me. And like actually, and ironically, I, I really like the um, uh, the gun gameplay in, in uh, Dead Island 2. Yeah. Which is one of the biggest things I saw uh, most of the critics like sort of complaining about is like a lot of the people were like, you know, this gunplay is, including Scale Up, I believe, this gameplay is like, this gun, gun um, physics? Yeah. Yeah, it's com just completely unacceptable. Like, it barely works. It's, like, barely functional. The aiming is terrible. And, like, I kind of see what they mean, but at the same time, I just didn't have any problems with it. Like, it was fine for me. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of like, I don't know, it felt almost, like, intentional that it was a little hard to control. Well, that okay, that's one thing I wanted to mention was, like, I don't know if you ever shot a gun. But like no, I never have. The the whole idea of like running and headshotting every single thing is like okay, well, fuck, whoa, like John Wick over here. <laughs> um, it should feel a little, yeah. um, you know, maybe not. Maybe you don't hit every shot exactly where you want to. Absolutely. Because, like, there are zombies attacking you. Yeah. Um, so, like, fuck, oh, boom, boom. And, like, I don't know. To uh, me, it really works for this game. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. like, and I love the gun gameplay. And, like, it really just... Because, I mean, to me, like, in the game, it's, like, the inherent uh, good thing about guns is that they're not melee weapons. Right. That, that, that is literally the good thing about them is that yeah. it, you do not have to be right beside the zombie to hit it. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, that in and of itself is, like, such a big thing that it's, like... Yeah, it's massive. And that's a I game changer. Yeah, no, totally. And, I mean, it, it like, it's sort of... And I mean, as the game gets more harder, uh, you know, you start facing like more and more sort of like high level zombies and like it really helps to have a firearm to take care of these. And like in a lot of cases, you really don't want to fight them up close with like all the other because like, there'll be six shamblers and mm -hmm. like there'll be a whole bunch of normal zombies. And then this one really hard one. Mm -hmm. It's like if you have to fight them all at the same time, yeah, it's yeah, like, really it difficult. Really easy to mess up. But I mean, so for me, the gameplay was super fun. I really enjoyed it. And the only really big missed opportunity from my perspective is like... The only problem is that they weren't bold enough to produce consequences for death. Mm. Like, the, yep, yep. like, the game is hard, you know, but the fact that if you die, you just respawn and lose nothing, it just makes it kind of trivial. I kind of feel like that might have been the same in Dying Light. I could be wrong, but I don't remember any punishment for actually dying. Yeah. Except losing your, like, uh, whatever, you know... Actually, no, you don't. I don't think you lot. No, you didn't lose consumables or yeah. med kits. It was like sometimes it was better to die to not waste med kits because yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> same thing in Dead Island. You know, yeah. so it was kind of like eh, it, it made a little more sense in Dying Light to me because there was so much fucking par uh, not parkour but uh, climbing on high ass buildings and like really like it wasn't that hard to fall to your death. Mm. Um, I mean, at the beginning, once you get a parachute that wasn't really a thing but right. um at the beginning like dude like that was totally a thing um, yeah. and it's like fuck uh yeah you know if you lose i mean i think well the zombies obviously are you know whatever you've killed is back there you know mm -hmm. dark souls or um elden ring style mm. but like that's kind of everything yeah. you know yeah. so um but i don't feel like there were too many pun there was too much punishment for dying yeah and um to tell you the truth i didn't mind that at all it yeah, didn't I mean, phase me <clears throat> in the slightest. Like, because that is a thing to me a lot of the time. Like, it's just kind of it 
at a certain point, it's like I just don't care. Mm. Um, but I mean, to me, it makes more sense with Dying Light because Dying Light to me is a game that's more about like because traversal is such an important part of it. Yeah, that it's like it's almost okay to not focus on. Well, I mean, you miss the grapple. Uh, you run out of stamina mid climb. Uh, yeah, like tons of things can go wrong, and it's just like you know, you have stick drift. Oh, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like jump off. No, no, no. Like, what you um, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I honestly, yeah, it didn't bug me at all. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I think that for me, it didn't bug me. It's more just like it would be better if it had consequences. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. because in Dead Island, it's... first one didn't have that, though. No, nah, not really. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I honestly, I'll be honest, I don't really remember. Hmm. But whatever penalty it was, it was... Minimal. Minimal, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just kind of like because Dead Island is so simplistic in its gameplay, and like there... Like the real, sca- like the scares in Dead Island. I thought about this when we were talking about the initial scene from Dead Island One. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way that, like, yeah, that game doesn't have this game doesn't have that. Oh yeah, I guess I forgot that I, I never said my anecdote, but there is a moment in Dead Island Two where like it's actually really fucking cool. It's like I guess this might be considered minor spoilers, but like there's a moment where you're climbing across the pier in Santa Monica. I want to say. And you're going across, like, an amusement park, sort of. And, like, you encounter this, like, crazy clown zombie with oh fucking... God. Oh, my God. With, um, with blade arms. What? It's the first time you encounter... Yeah, it's kind of like Terminator 2 style, you know? Jesus. like Like, blade arms that, like, he, he accosts you on, like, you're going up the Ferris wheel, I think. And, like, you, you sort of scare it off and, it, like, it fucks off for a while. But then this thing is, like, stalking you for a bit. That's and terrifying. Oh, it's amazing, man. So it doesn't have that initial intro sequence, but it has this, which is one of the coolest moments of the game. But you're going across the pier, and, like, parts of the pier is collapsing mm-hmm. as this thing is kind of following you. And at the end, you get into this dark tunnel area where it finally comes down and fights you, and you have to fight this thing. Mm. And it's kind of like a mini-boss, you right. know? It's the first time you fight one of the, these. And then this enemy becomes a regular enemy later on. Okay. But at this point in time, you've never seen one before. Right, right. And it's totally nuts. So it's like, that was an amazing moment. Um, but largely in Dead Island 2, the scares come from really just being like, Surrounded, overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed, and it's resource management, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're like, oh, I don't, I don't have enough to get out of this. You know, I can't get out of this situation because I, because I fucked myself by yep. letting myself get too cornered yep. in too bad a way, right? And it's like that's where so that's where all the sort of like fear and gameplay and like excitement comes from. And the problem is that's kind of like that's robbed by the fact that if you just take away the penalties for if there's no penalties for death then there's really not that much motivation to avoid getting into one of those nasty situations in the first place. I hear you. And if there just was a little bit more importance attached to death, then, like, it would become a really real sort of, like, gameplay decision of, like, I gotta be careful how Mm -hmm. I end up in these situations. I feel like that could almost be intentional, though, because of the type of game it is. Well, there's that. You know, because it's got such a personality that maybe they're like, you know what, we're not, like... No, this is meant to be like, like you get in there and you fucking have Adam. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I see it as a missed opportunity, but I also think you're completely correct. I think that's probably how they were seeing it, and I don't blame them for not being willing to experiment on that level. You know, I feel like the game probably could be, like to me, that would really raise its its critical reception. Like to me, that would make it like, okay, you know, these guys took a chance, they put a hard, they, you know, they actually tried to attach penalties to, like, mm-hmm. fucking up, you know? And it's like, that would really elevate it, but it doesn't make it, it's kind of like, it doesn't make it a bad, it doesn't make it worse than it is, it's rather just, it's... Just, a missed opportunity. Yeah, it just, it could be really kind of, like, 
epic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I yeah. hear you. But um, was there any mechanics like um, where you could, uh, you know, uh, if you were if you sprint, could you like smash them out of the way or anything like that? Uh, there's sort of stuff like that. Yeah, it's not like in Dying Light, like or or the first one where you go like beast mode and then like you know. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, or yeah. you know, you just like pummel everything like the Hulk. You know? They have the beast mode thing, and I hate it in this mm. game. <laughs> I hate it, and I basically didn't use it at all. Okay, fair pretty enough. Much. Fair enough. And and to me, that's that's actually that that's the one thing that I would say is really like a problem with this game. It's called Fury Mode. In yeah, this. yeah. I think it was in the first one. Maybe, but the in the first one, everyone had a different Fury Mode. This yeah. one, it's the same for everyone. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, and also it's really a bummer too because it's like the problem with Fury Mode is that it's like you turn it on and suddenly all like there's just no difficulty to the game. Right. It's it's like instant win in every situation. Yeah. Um. So what would happen is I would save Fury Mode for these really hard monsters and then immediately kill them in Fury Mode, which wasn't difficult. Right. And I just wouldn't use Fury Mode at all mm-hmm. in the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. So it well, just no need, right? Exactly, yeah. And but that's also good um, planning and uh, use of your tools. I suppose, but it's... I mean, yes, but also it's just kind of deeply... I, I disagree, because, I mean, you're right in a sense, but at the same time, what it did was it forced me to... I didn't engage with these monsters with right. any of the actual tools of the game. Okay. Like, any of the melee weapons, any of the, any of right, the guns. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's sort of like a cheese. Yeah. I hear you. You know? I but, hear you. But, like, sometimes I would have to engage with them with those things, and it was infinitely more enjoyable mm-hmm. when I had to do that. Yeah. Right? And, like, part of the issue with the game is, like, they, honestly, to me, they should have just straight up taken the Fury Mode out. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be better without it. Um, or but, make it far more rare. Yeah. You know, like a real special thing that you find, and you can only use it once. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, you got to find another one. Maybe. But, like, part of the problem is, like, so it's so baked into the mechanics that, like, a lot of the skill cards... I should probably... Talk about the skill card system for a second. Definitely. Um, but the, the skill cards, like a lot of them, rely on this fury mode. Like they oh. do, they do stuff too while you're in fury mode, and okay. it's cool. But like, since I don't really like the fury mode that much, and it's like kind of like it's just pure cheese when I use it. It makes the skill cards kind of useless. Well, I just I would never select any of the ones that went with fury mode. Right. You know, right. like because I'm like I'm just not interested. You know yeah. What I mean? So it's like to me, it's a big missed opportunity in terms of like those skill cards could have been more interesting outside of fury mode stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's only a small amount of the skill cards. And, like, I guess to come to the... Because I never discussed it, but the skill card system in general, like... I was going to ask you about this, too. Um, but in terms of, like, Dead Island 2 versus Dead Island 1, I really like the skill card system for Dead Island 2. To me, it's a big improvement over the first one. Like It was I, a skill tree in Dead Island 1, no? Yeah, in Dead Island 1, it was a really traditional sort of, like, Diablo-style mm-hmm. like, skill tree. Um, and, I mean, for me in Dead Island 1, like, I enjoyed it, but... If I'm being honest, like, there wasn't that much difference to... Like, most of the trees were, like, pretty kind of boring, quote-unquote. It wasn't big changes. It was, like, minor modifications to, like... I I do remember one of them was a head stomp. (laughs) Um, You you could stomp zombies when they were down. With, I think it was the big dude. There was probably the... Yeah, I mean, there was a few that were, like, actually game-changing, but not very many. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right, and I remember that, but it's, like, it's rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that'd be, like, two abilities out of, like, a selectable tree of, like, 30 And you need to select, like, six before that just to get it, right? Yeah, And you're like, this is useless, this is useless, this is useless, but I want this one, so I better get this fucking healing on whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to me, I see the skill card system as, like, an evolution of that. Yeah. Because it feels... Like, I mean, Skillop, uh, in his review, he 
he's he clearly is not a big fan of it and like he kind of picks it apart a bit and i sort of i see where he's coming from um but personally i really like the system i feel like it's simple it's clean i like the fact that it lets you change things on the fly like you can just change what skill cards you're using at any time nice like i like the fact that because i feel like the skill tree in dead island one while i liked it at the time it kind of was like really superfluous in general yeah like yeah and i mean Go, keep going. I mean, it just like it, it. It. I feel like it didn't need to be there, and like the skill card system. I don't know. It just feels like it's. I mean, yes, some of them are not that impressive, but it's cool to just let you pick and choose different things all the time, and like it's a good evolution from yeah the first one. Yeah. I, okay, so I don't remember too well dying like one's um, skills. I feel it was pretty similar to this, but I found this left something to be desired as well. Um, two, you mean? Two, yeah. yeah sorry, Dying gotcha. Light Two uh, left something in the skills to be desired. Like, so you had a parkour skill tree, and then you had a combat skill tree, right? And you don't have a survival skill tree in this one. Oh, I think maybe, they had a survival one in the first one. Maybe it was. There like, was three in the first one. Maybe there's. I want to say like combat, there, parkour, and like exploration or survival or something. There might have been, but I feel like there was only two for some reason. Either way, by the end, you have everything. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so, because you need certain skills to do certain parts, right? Yeah. Like, so you absolutely have to have this double jump, this run up the wall jump to yeah. get certain areas. Um, so it's like, okay, yeah, you get to choose what you unlock first. Sure. Yeah. When you level up, do you put your point in stamina or combat uh, or health or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was some decision making involved, but. It really felt uh, not fleshed out in my mind. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was a strong point of the game. And, you know, I really liked all the skills at the end. Mm-hmm. But I felt like there was a bit of a missed opportunity. It wasn't what they focused on. I'm so with you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. that's it. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. but Well, like... it's kind of like, I mean, you know, what you're describing. In any system where you get everything at the end, then the message is always none of your decisions matter. Right, right. Because right. I mean, if you know you'll get everything at the end, then it, it really, it literally doesn't matter what you put anything in. Well, yeah, and it's like, okay, well, certain areas are, are locked based on stamina, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you use stamina when you're climbing and doing all kinds of stuff. Certain things were designed to only be able to, get up if you have a certain amount of stamina, right? Right. So it kind of meant like. Well, I'm going to go with parkour and stamina because I'd like to explore more areas. It's yeah. kind of a no-brainer, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Uh, or yeah. it was to me anyways. Um, yeah, like your choices probably shouldn't be tied to whether or not you're able to explore the world. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, little, yeah. Like, Just little things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I did feel their uh, their level up or their whatever, uh, their, their skill tree mm-hmm. um, left something to be desired. But, I mean, that's such a minimal complaint. That wasn't... It wasn't that type of game. To That's, me. True. That's true. It was more yeah. about okay, you you really want to personalize personalize your weapons, personalize your consumables, mm. personalize your play style. That makes sense. But you're all gonna get these skills from killing a certain amount of things, getting a yeah. certain amount of experience. Yeah. Everybody is gonna be able to do these things. Yeah. You know, like and there was no classes. Right. It was all just like you're one person. Yeah. Um, 
which was kind of weird playing co-op because it's like so we're both the same dude that's where i'm coming from and yeah it's i was like... just kind of like okay i mean you could change your outfit and stuff so you're just some generic dude but it's like <laughs> and and you know the person the, the only person that can interact with uh npcs and stuff is the peop- the person whose game it is right so i mean it doesn't really matter but it was yeah. like i don't know man it, it kind of uh well it, that would be where i would say it had a bit of a shortfall and it wasn't really a shortfall it was just kind of uh not the focus not the focus at all yeah you know yeah um and, yeah and that's okay uh that's, totally totally that's absolutely fine yeah that's it, always be- one of the things i appreciated about dead island too and again if you wanted to personalize then it, it goes more with what uh what faction you align with right so it's like okay are you focusing more on parkour are you focusing more on weaponry and traps and all this stuff it's like okay well that's where you can personalize mm-hmm. um and that's cool to me so i don't know yeah i mean dead island too you know it's like it has the different classes it has like i mean i see where you're coming from it's kind of like in a co-op game that always felt weird to me too, where it's like, but if I'm going to play co-op with someone, they also have all the same abilities, and like, so we're identical in a well, way. I don't mind the like, I don't mind the same abilities. I mean, like, you're actually the same guy. Yeah, also that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's like, it doesn't it's matter. A it's a first-person game. Like, yeah. whatever. You have yeah. different clothes you can put on. You can change your outfits entirely. Uh, that was one thing I thought actually was really cool too. Was uh, your gear, like shoes, pants, shirt want to say gloves maybe mask all had um you had like ranged medic or combat or something okay you had different types of gear right that did different things like clothing mm-hmm. which just does slightly different things you know and it's like it, it's not that it does slightly different things it's that it boosts different things right all right so it's like you wear this gear if you want to be you know throwing spears and things you know and like shooting a bow and whatever like, if you want to do more Actually, that's the only one I remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was three, though. Um, so it was like, all right, well, one will give you more protection against yeah. stuff. You know, one will give you more damage against stuff. Yeah, and like, just little things. But um, for the most part, it didn't really matter. Mm. You know, like, um, and by the end, like, I remember doing, I remember actually grinding some because I really wanted a skill. So I'm like, right. all right, I'm just going to double jump from here to here at night get a whole bunch of these crazy super fast infected howling and running at me and then i'm just gonna jump right back and run into a black light and they're not gonna fuck with me you know or a uv light sorry yeah and it's like okay so i'm just gonna do this over and then get a little chunk of xp and be like like uh level this up you know so i actually did a little bit it was tiny but a little bit of grinding at one point and it was like didn't strike me as the type of game that should have that kind of thing or that mm. would have that kind of thing mm. not that should that would mm. um not i wasn't against it at all i was just i was floored that i found myself grinding in this you know yeah. like, and it yeah. was super short i did it again i think to unlock one thing or whatever but that was actually a thing you know like you could grind you could just so you could totally cheese it you right. know you could do you could grind tons of points and whatever and just unlock all kinds of shit and then continue on to the part of the game where you're overpowered you know if you really wanted to cheese it which basically is a difficulty setting without actually having a difficulty setting that's a good way of putting that and i fucking appreciate that that's really interesting like it's totally i don't know 
I and there might have even been a difficulty setting. I don't remember, but I don't know. there wasn't in the first one. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. But um, no, I don't think there was. But you know, it's just it's been two years now, maybe a year and a half. Sure. Okay. Well, listen. I mean, we we just had a little break, and we need to wrap this fireside chat somehow. We'd love to just go on and on about. I mean, verbal diarrhea. For a very long time, you know, I mean, we, 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 I think we realized as we were discussing just outside earlier that like there's a lot of stuff about the world and setting of these games that maybe we didn't go into extreme detail with. I mean, I think it's safe to say that we both loved, loved them yep. e- in each of the different games for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Dead Island Two has a lot about has a lot going for it in terms of like the world of. L.A. or Hell.A., if you will. Hey. <laughs> Gosh. Um, really has a lot going for it in terms of, like, it's fleshed out, it's beautiful, it's vibrant. Um, I mean, I heard from, like, somebody who played the game uh, that actually lived in Los Angeles that they really didn't capture the iconic settings well. Like, a lot of the places feel exactly like they did in real life. and so like jam-packed with homeless people? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the zombies. <laughs> yeah, hey. And uh, he, he was actually saying that, like, you know, and even, like, specifically in, like, the pier area of Santa Monica, like, he he remembers exactly the point. Like, he, he remembers the exact place that is depicted right, in the right. game. You know, so right. it's, like, that's kind of really cool. And, it is. Like, from my perspective, like, that's part of the appeal of the game is, like, the... The setting is so cool to explore, and like it's always like Dead Island has always been a game more about exploring a beautiful place and an interesting place than maybe other stuff. And like I feel like from what you were saying earlier, Dying Light is maybe more about a, is more of a, a game where the place it's set in is more about enhancing the sort of gameplay elements. Kind of, yeah. Sense. Sorry, like, I, I get what you're saying. There, there are certain things in it that are like pretty unique the first couple of times you, the first time you come across it but then you realize they're not unique at all uh, they're kind of mm. uh, like this a similar format exists elsewhere you know yeah. and it's like to be fair you can't have endless new no. settings right like no. it's just it's not a i'm not trying to like throw shade feasible. at it no. yeah no no but i'm not talking shit about the game for being like that it's just mm-hmm. like yeah it <clears throat> I don't know. It's a masterpiece to me. Um, I honestly do think that it was like a great experience, and I would recommend it to everybody. Hmm. Um, Interesting. When it's on sale. Right. Okay, so like I paid the $80 whatever Mm -hmm. for it, and uh, I'm pretty sure there was a way more expensive version too, like 100 or something, and I'm pretty sure my buddy bought that. (laughs) And I remember laughing at him for it, but like he got some, you know, I don't know, fucking digital artwork. Beats me what what game it did, but it's just like, I never buy those versions of games. For sure, for Um, sure. But anyways, uh, really, like it, uh, I think anybody could have fun with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And more so than the first one. Uh, which again, I didn't do close to as extensively, but um, but just through what you've said, I do have like I'm I'd be semi interested in co oping with somebody in Dead Island again, not at eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, like that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, that's actually something that Skill Up brings up in his review too. Is is like there's nothing wrong with this game, and whether or not the price point is right for you really just depends on what you're expecting out of it. Kind of I don't know where you're you know, at. Like, yeah, money like, right then that day. Exactly, know? exactly. It's like 
it can be a lot to pay for it, but if you don't mind paying that much, like you're going to be perfectly satisfied by what you're, by what you're receiving. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. Um, I'm kind of with you, and like, it, yeah, I mean, if anything, this sort of like investigation of like Dead Island and Dying Light Two, it also makes me want to try Dying Light Two more mm-hmm. than I used to before. You know, like, and it's sort of like. I was reading a lot about the things it was doing different gameplay-wise that, like, really made me kind of, like, be very, like, impressed, honestly, by yeah. like, what it has on offer, you know? Um, and, of course, it's like, I come to Dead Island 2 from, like, a very different perspective of, like, wanting something about more story and exploration and, like, where the combat is more just, like, um... Icing. Yeah, it's or, like, a, a, yeah, a glue holding everything together or something. I don't yeah. know, yeah, you yeah. know, but, like... Yeah, I mean, if anything, it really has made me more curious about trying both of the games co-op. And, like, they really are... They they do seem like really fun sandboxes to, like, explore co-op with somebody. You know what I mean? And, like, the combat is, like... I mean, even... I mean, the combat is more simplistic in Dead Island 2, but still, with the skill card system, with the different character classes, with the different weapons, there's enough variety that, like, you really could approach things in, like, an interesting way. Right. Um, And, uh, I mean, as far as, like, you know, closing words in terms of the game itself, for me, I guess it's, like, you know, who would I recommend Dead Island to... I think it really just comes down to, like I said earlier, Dead Island 2 exactly wears its colors on its sleeve. Every gameplay trailer you see of it, it's exactly what it looks like. Like, it has all the sort of, like, exciting gore and, like, you know, funny cinematic, like, zombie-killing moments. Like, all the story they show. Like, the the, the really cool cutscenes they show in the preview material, like, those are all there in the actual game. And they all work, and, like, they're all well done. They're all well acted. They're all, you know, well-paced and everything. And it's, like, it's it's a really solid game if you're looking for that kind of game. Right. You know, like, it kind of succeeds on every angle it's trying to do, as far as I'm concerned. It's like, you know, even, like, minor quibbles in terms of, like, yeah, I feel like if there's penalties towards death, like, it could be a little bit more interesting. Like, you know, there's, like, a little missed opportunity there. It's, like, maybe not what they're going for. Mm -hmm. And really, maybe not all that necessary to enjoy in the package that's there anyway. Right, right. It wasn't for me when I was playing it, and, like... It's probably mostly my sensibilities from stuff like Elden Ring that are like leaking through into well, this kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, like, I think Elden Ring probably spoiled a whole generation um, with its perfection. I think from some games did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just large, well, yeah. it's just Elden Ring was the first one that I really got into for sure. And I feel like I, I, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that it approached things different than all the others before it by adding the mimic and the whatever and a lot of the. Just a lot of it, you can always run away. For sure. You can always go to an easier area, level up, come back when you're ready, yeah. upgrade your weapon, whatever. Whereas yeah. in the, well, I played Dark Souls 3 for like 10 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. But it didn't have that vibe to me. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't yeah. just, you know, get a hell of a lot stronger before fighting that first boss. You know, it's like, true. there's not much you can do other not than really, just yeah. fight that boss. And Elden Ring, I feel like, added a difficulty slider or a difficult a difficulty setting without adding a difficulty setting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, so yeah, I base or I compare everything to that, and everything is going to be shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that, I think Dying Light Two was fucking dope. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. Uh, it was dope. And um, all the shit I talked about it before, probably a lot of it is true, but. It didn't take away from my overall uh, overall good feeling of it for sure. And like I've got, I've got good feelings towards this game. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I have. I'm a lot more curious about what Techland does now. 
that, that completely makes sense to me. Nice. And like for me, you know, playing Dead Island Two after such a long time and like finally having it arrive, like it really satisfied on like every level that I was hoping from. Scratch that itch. Yeah, I mean, almost even more than I could have imagined because like I did not think that a new studio could do it. Could the pull same it way. off. Right? Yeah, 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 could pull yeah. it off a second time. So I mean. I think I feel like you know we've both been been really sort of spoiled in that regard of having like a really really nice thing come out of like a sequel that you know did not necessarily have to be that good but like they were both like they both delivered in like really impressive ways. You know? One thing I do have to say is um, from what you've said, um, Dead Island Two definitely had less bugs than Dying Light Two. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, not the end of the world. <laughs> No, no, and, you know, it, it almost makes sense in a way, too, because Dead Island 2, it is a much more tight-contained package, right? Mm. Like, there's, I feel like there's less room for bugs than there yeah. would be. It's not a massive, explorable open world where, mm-hmm. like, you can, you can traverse in so many different ways. And, right. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, it keeps things relatively narrowly focused, and, like, that's both a strength and a weakness, depending on how you look at it, you know what I mean? Uh, but, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, look at it as a, uh, I look at it as a strength if that's what you're going for. Yeah, you know? yeah totally, and, totally. Uh, I mean... Just know what you want, and then for sure do for what sure. you want. You yeah. Know, so. Um, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of all we got for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, ho- I hope you enjoyed that fireside chat about uh, Dead Island, Dead Island Two versus Dying Light. Fucking zombie games, man. Fucking zombie <laughs> games. I mean, it's like you know, I thought that we were tired of zombie games, oh. but like, these... well, I, I, I am, and I was. Um, and this is again, my experience was over, over a year ago. I want to say. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while for me. But um after this conversation I probably will reinstall <laughs> Dying Light 2 just to fuck around. You know? Well you can tell me how that gut feeling update goes because mm. yeah, I'm uh, yeah. I am curious about it. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, well hope you enjoy the chat and uh listen, I mean we'll be back next time with some uh, some more video game news, but I guess that's it for now. So uh you know. Take care and we'll catch you next time. Take it easy.